Before we get straight into the podcast, I just want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors, D Kirby GA Star. Declan Kirby GA Star Championship Journey. It's a series of GA team children's books written by primary school teacher and GA coach Michael Egan. You can check it out in the link in the description down below, of course, as well. Follow the trials and tribulations of Declan Kirby and his team at Smith Green Gaelic Football Club, recently formed a promising GA team. The book is now available in Easton's and all good bookshops, so check it out in the description down below and let's get straight into it okay welcome back to ga fan tv my name is aaron i'm delighted to be joined here by daniel hussey of tackling sport i suppose obviously in the past couple of couple of weeks obviously there's been uh, a lot of discussion obviously going on in in, in congress obviously with the central uh, committee task force obviously looking to make a lot of different changes to the ga over the past obviously in the past couple of years we've all seen the number of problems, the number of issues that we've had with the, the structures of the All-Ireland Senior Football Championship. So I've brought in Daniel Hussey here. We're going to run through both proposals, Proposal A, Proposal B. We're going to be discussing the provincial championships. Will they still be worthwhile now in this uh, new format? Should the original format be kept? All this discussion. Uh, but first of all, Dan, how's things with yourself? Yeah, good. Excited to talk intercounty GA, but I guess with proposals it always gets a bit messy. But it's great to actually have a couple of proposals in front of us because otherwise you're kind of going in swings around about looking for other stuff. So yeah, it's exciting enough, I think. Yeah, hundred percent. Like definitely a, a lot to discuss. Anyway, we'll get the, we'll definitely get a, a couple of images on screen as well just to run through the different proposals to try and explain them all but i suppose first of all like given i suppose the nature of the the all Ireland senior football championship in the past couple of years we've obviously this year in particular we've seen a whole host of one-sided games like the mayo leitrim game you're looking at some of the games in the Leinster championship obviously in, in munster you had kerry who absolutely trashed sides like core claire and, and tipperary so would you be of the opinion like most people that any change is needed at this point like not just it's almost like one of them things where it's not just change, it's any change, really. Yeah, 100%. And I think for a long time, I think everyone's been looking for the perfect solution. And even with these couple of proposals, people are still looking for, oh, well, what can we do this better? Well, we could still do this better. Like, regardless, I think proposal B, and we'll get into that in a second, is so much better than what we have at the moment. Like, you think about a Division Four team, you know, in a in a Connacht or a Munster, they've got no hope of anything really in the provincial championships. You mentioned some of the hammerings, like if you were drawing up this system today, like, and you were coming up with proposals to have provisionals and had it the way it was, you just wouldn't. You'd be laughed out the door. But because we have 130 years of history, we have to kind of go along with it. And in fairness to this proposal, we're not getting rid of the provincial championships. They still have a great history, particularly in Ulster. But what we're doing is we're trying to come up with a better system where at the end of the day every county's given a fair chance because for years and not knocking the great Kerry teams or not knocking the great Dublin team of the last few years, but in particular, the Kerry side of things, they'd have two games and then they're in an all iron quarterfinal with no, in the old system with no, no test at all, or maybe a, a subpar cork. Whereas in Ulster you have, if you're in the prelims, like Tyrone were drawn a lot, they'd have to have up to four games just to get to that quarterfinal. So straight away, there's an unfairness there. It's just, it's, it's unacceptable how it's been, it's got to this point. But now I do think the proposal will be, while it kind of it takes the link to the All Ireland series away from the provincial championships, it does give us some sort of fairness where all thirty two counties have an equal opportunity, equal amount of games played before playing in a in a potential All Ireland quarterfinal. Although, as I said, it's definitely not a perfect solution, but I think it's pretty good. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I can see a comment coming in there from Mr. Bugs. He says we should uh, drop Proposal A. And I suppose we'll just get an image on screen there of Proposal A. Um, I suppose, first of all, there, just so a lot of people can, can understand, obviously, what Proposal A is. And I think we're all very much of the of the agreement that Proposal A certainly isn't the right solution. But this was an image I, I've taken here from, from Sky GA. And as you can see there, this is Proposal A. So provincial championships retained. There's four groups of eight. Some Leinster and Ulster counties moved. You've got two round-robin groups per province with winners advancing to the finals. The second and third-place teams will progress to round one of the All-Ireland Series. Four-place team in each group play in the, in the Talchian Cup. Three rounds of qualifiers with four teams reaching uh, the All-Ireland quarterfinals and then finish with traditional quarterfinals, semifinals and, uh, and finals. So, like, I suppose, first of all, that proposal, like the idea of moving some counties into championships just for the nature of making sure it's like a perfect balance of all the teams probably like like in all honesty i'm kind of surprised that proposal was even like it's even a proposal because i don't understand how you do it like how would you get some sides to move to certain provinces how would it go about like you could be, you know there's one thing for certain like there was no way they'd move dublin to you know the ulster championship or they'd move dublin over to connacht or, or to munster or whatever or anything like that and it would feel like some in, in some weird way, like the lesser counties would probably get moved over, how they decide it. So proposal A, I think, uh, in many ways, surely anyways, definitely is not the one where we're going for here. No, and I think the talk is that, or I think the, what they were, what they are recommending is that, so I, I presume, I actually don't know how they picked counties, whether it's done mm. presumably by either last year's provincial championship or the lower ranked teams. They basically kind of play off with each other, uh, say a couple of Ulster counties, and the losing teams have to either go to Leinster or Connacht and the winning teams can stay in their own province. Hmm. Uh, but now, like, if you're winning in Ulster, I know you want to win the Ulster Championship, but then, like, your easier, your easier draw could be potentially in a Connacht, maybe not, but you know what I mean, or in a Lancer. So you can get real kind of... It it, hmm. it, it, it's a no-go from the start. It's, it's, I think it's kind of something so the provincial councils can hold on to. I see the Ulster uh, Provincial Council, Councillor Brian McAvoy kind of drumming... <laughs> Uh, drumming support for it solely, I think, from Proposal A on every single podcast website I've, uh, I've listened to over the last week or two. And you know what? Fair play to him. Like, he kind of has his points and he sticks with it. But it's like, it's like trying to get the turkeys to vote for Christmas. Like, there's no way on earth he's going to vote to, you know, in his eyes, make the provincial championships less by going with a Proposal B, which is why he's, his only option here is Proposal A, uh, which won't get the votes. And he's already admitted that on other interviews. So, I think it's a no-go. Like, there's there's no point spending too long on it because it's just not going to get through at all. And I'd have question marks whether Proposal B will either. But a Proposal A, there's just no support for it for the start. The GPA aren't supporting it. Uh, it doesn't seem a lot of the council, councils have supported it, although the Ulster have. Um, but it, it doesn't really make sense. It's like kind of trying to put a bandage on a solution that, you know, we need a yeah. permanent solution here. We don't need a bandage. So, yeah, it's a no-go straight away. Yeah, no, absolutely. 100% agree. I think, the like, I don't even think it fixes the solution as well. You'd still end up having one-sided games like if you were to move like certain counties over to connacht or whatever like let's say for example they were to move dublin over to connacht you could then have a situation where dublin end up playing leitrim you know in the, in the first round of the connacht championship so it just doesn't it just you know it actually makes the situation even worse and even more laughable i suppose we'll move on to proposal b we'll get an image on screen there as well once again from sky sports and uh, obviously this is the proposal certainly that a lot of people are uh, are looking towards at the moment so it link as we can see there it links league and championship each team playing seven matches filtering into an all Ireland series and the preliminary all Ireland quarterfinals uh, or, or qualifiers i should say second and third 
in Division 2 drawn to play the Division 3 and Division 4 champions. In the All-Ireland uh, quarterfinals, the top four teams from Division 1 will be drawn to play against 5th in Division 1, the Division 2 winners, and then the preliminary qu qualifier winners. The Talchian Cup provides uh, for the teams from Division 3 and 4 that do not qualify for the All-Ireland series, and then provincial championships retained but as pre-season competition. So, I mean, there's a lot to kind of work through when you look at it very quickly. Like, you kind of nearly need to take a step back and, and think about it a little bit. But what are your kind of thoughts on, on proposal B there? And do you think that system could be, you know, the big saviour for Gaelic football? Because I think that's what, you know, the GPA were kind of saying there during the week. And, you know, Morgan coming out doing an interview, a couple, you know, Tom Parsons, obviously the, the head of the GPA coming out as well. So what do you think? Do you think proposal B is going to be the, the saviour for Gaelic football and, and what we need going into 2022? To be fair, like, as I said, I, considering loads of other proposals I've seen over the last few years, like this Champions League format and keeping the leagues the way they are, like, I don't know if I would have been, until I looked, sit, sat down and looked at the proposal, I don't know if I would have been comfortable with linking the league into the championship considering how good a competition the league is. But having sat through it and looked at a lot of scenarios, I definitely think this is a, as close to no-brainer as you're going to get. Like You're never going to get a perfect solution here where everybody's happy. All 32 counties are happy. All councils are happy. All managers are happy. All fans are happy. And there's more money in the GA, all that kind of stuff. You're never going to get a perfect solution. But I think what's, like with a lot of work here, I think they've stumbled upon something that I definitely think with a few tweaks, it could really work. And I, I think it's worth a go. And I understand it's not a trial period or anything. This is a permanent solution. Like it will come in, but there's definitely room to kind of manipulate a little bit if it's not working or certain aspects of it aren't working. But I see no reason how it, it won't work and there won't be a real hype about the championship. Like we, we've always said these league games are the best part of the, the season. Division one games at each other. Well, now you're having division one games, but they're in the middle of the summer haven't had your provincial championships when the league takes place as well. And because it's a split season, it's all going to be condensed between, I think it's January and July. So you'll have your provincial championships January, February, March, and then you're into your championship and you're into this like massive festival of football, which is what we is the reason we voted for a split season. So the club can have the second half of the year and the intercounty can have the first half of the year. So look, I think I do like it. Like I like the aspect of every team's playing seven games like normal in their league, except as a championship game, championship group game in effect. But every team's also got a chance of winning an All Ireland, you know, so, and that's always kind of been the thing where, and it'll never happen a Division Four count, county winning an All Ireland, but they can dream at the start of the year and go on that run. And if they fall just short, they maybe might win a Talton Cup, which has 16 teams on it. There's a bit of hype about that, where you can qualify for next year's Sam Maguire. There's a lot of good incentives here that includes all the counties. And like, I think the top counties will be happy because they're playing against Division One teams. And then Division Four counties will be happy because they have that chance of a potential All-Ireland, or at least a pathway to it. So while there might still need to be tweaks, I do think it's a, a proposal worth going with. And I think it kind of covers a lot of the bases. And we always got to think about this as supporters, as as anyone involved in the game. What do the players want? And the fact that the GPA have said 80% of their members want this proposal, I think that should be enough for this to get in, in, in Congress, no questions asked. But fortunately, Congress is a lot more political like that. We haven't heard from Larry McCarthy, GA president, or a lot of the GA members uh, who will be voting, which way they'll be voting. So it'll be an interesting couple of weeks. But for me, there's no excuse for this not to come in based on the what Tom Parsons has presented last week on the, the 80% uh, number wanting this proposal in. Yeah, no, I think it's definitely out of the two proposals anyway. I think it's definitely the, the better of the two. 
And I think a league-based championship is definitely something that I think a lot of people have really been looking towards over the past couple of years. And in particular this year, like the, the league games that we got this year were probably some of the best, you know, games we've seen all year. Like you think of the Dublin Kerry game and, you know, even when, when Dublin played Galway, you had Kerry against Galway, like all these brilliant games, even in the Ulster games as well, like Armagh getting that win over Monaghan the first day out, like was a cracking game. So like now we could have a, a situation where those games actually matter something for, for more important and not to devalue the league in any way or, or anything like that. We all know the league is important, but certainly for a lot of counties, you know, like for the likes of your Kerrys, your Dublins, um, even Tyrone now to a certain extent, given they've won the all Ireland, like winning a league is great and it's a lovely medal and all the rest. And I'm sure a lot of players will cherish it and keep the medals and whatnot. But the all Ireland is the most important thing. And now you have a situation where not only do you keep the league and, and keep that same format, but you also, you know, you're adding the championship into it as well. So it's it's going to make for, I suppose, from a fan point of view, like it's going to make for some exciting football and you're going to have a whole host of football now as well. Well, you take the dubs, like obviously we're both dubs. A lot of Dublin fans would always say the best part of supporting Dublin for the for the season is watching them in league away games to Clonus. I remember watching Dublin and Killarney. I went to on a Paddy's weekend in 2018, I think it was, to watch Galway play. The Ireland won the Grand Slam that weekend. It was a great weekend ending with Galway against Dublin on a Sunday afternoon in a league game that didn't really matter. I think the, the teams played each other in a league final a few weeks later or there were league finals to come. But my point to that is imagine that game actually having a bit of meaning in a championship or like, you know, we need to make sure we get into the top five or six or we're top four, sorry. So there's just a lot of, uh, it just makes those games bigger, but it's taking the best part of the GA year, but putting a lot more emphasis on it. And now all of a sudden the league is like, the center of the championship and i know i heard someone saying i think it was paul flynn saying we need to be careful like we're to kind of sell this we sh it's like a brand new format almost as opposed to saying we're playing the league in the championship to try and get it mm. past i think it is important to kind of take some of that point in the sense that this is a brand new competition now going to be amended. it's the new championship format it's like four championship groups of equal there sorry of a you know staggered division one two three and four and in each division you're if you finish you know for example in top four Division one, you're true. If you're finished, if you win division two, you're through to the quarterfinals, second and third, get a playoff against division three and division four champions. It just staggers it so well. And then you have the Talton Cup, which hopefully will have a bit of meaning, hopefully have a bit of backing, not just a holiday for the, for the team or for the players, which it should, but also gives you a chance to be in the Sam Maguire next year. So there's a lot of good incentives, there's a lot of good stuff with it, but it all comes back to it's, you know, again, kind of contradicting what I just said, but it's bringing the league, putting those meaning into those matches. They're now championship group matches. And there's seven massive, massive games. And it, it's in the middle of the summer. You're going to end up as a supporter going to at least the home games and maybe one or two away days. And if they get the pricing right and season tickets, there's no reason that they shouldn't drive more revenue that will ultimately go back into the GA, which is a stumbling block that a lot of provincial councils say that it won't earn as much money. But there's so many more games now in, in the middle of the summer that I just can't see it not taking off if it goes ahead. I just think the buzz, if this passes 61.39 in a couple of weeks, the absolute buzz around the place in GA circles over Christmas will be immense. Like, well, how is this going to work? Like, you know, it'll be almost like kind of mm -hmm. half excitement, half dread. The provincials will be round robin, like you mentioned, at the top of the show. That's something a little bit different. And people are like, it's going to turn into the, the O'Byrne Cup. I don't think it will. Maybe the round robin games, I accept that. But suddenly you're into a Leinster semi final and final. There's no reason why you won't get, you know, five figures at Crow Park for a Leinster semi final doubleheader in around that March, April time, considering people haven't watched GA inter county since it ended in September. So I've high hopes for it if it gets through. That's the question, if it does get through or not. And I think given that it's half the, the, 
the, the usual Congress, the special Congress is about 50% of the delegates. It's a stronger chance of getting through now than it does in a, in a February Congress. So um, it's got to be now or never, I think, is the kind of sense I'm getting from talking to a few people about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose, like, um, obviously with the, the provincial councils, like, I think a lot of people forget as well that the pull that they have, I suppose, on the on the structure of the of the championship over the past couple of years. We, we were obviously discussing a little bit earlier about the, uh, you know, the, the head of Ulster, obviously, and, and kind of some of his podcasts he's been on. And obviously, he's very adamant for Proposal A. Like, could that be something that even if there was a vote that was to go through to say, you know, that, okay, we're going with Proposal B, that the, you know, the the provincial councils have so much of a pull there on the Leinster Championship, on the Ulster Championship, that that could be not just maybe not an issue for next year, but at some point further down the line, because like you could imagine a situation as well, like for next year, fair enough. I don't think it will, like there is a sense that the provincial championships will be devalued a little bit, but I think it's more so as years go on because you could have a lot of TV companies as well who maybe sort of lose interest in the provincial championships. Like maybe they don't want to show those games. Maybe, you know, there's not enough interest there and then all of a sudden that becomes an issue. So could that be a potential issue with the proposal be maybe not next year, but further down the line? Yeah, like I do accept that. And I know a lot of people supporting pros will be won't accept that they'll be devalued. I know Norm Morgan's come out and saying the Ulster Championship won't be devalued. Like, I do think it'll obviously matter a lot less given that there's no direct All Ireland link. I do accept that. But I also, uh, to my point I made about a minute or two ago, that because of the time of year it's at, it's going to be by the time it rolls in properly. So the provincial semi finals, I think, are going to be around in March, April time. Considering the lack of intra county GA, like, forget this year, going forward, like the All Ireland finals are going to be done by um i think it's yeah at the end of july we've given us a split season so you've got essentially six or seven possibly up to nine months when a provincial final comes along there's no way that there won't be interest in those games and if there's fans going to the games then there's people at home that will want to watch it and there's so many broadcasters now with the alliance league like satiji car they, they can get on board and we virgin media haven't covered ga in a while and i know they've lost their big champions league rights they only have one game as opposed to 16 so they're kind of in my opinion a, a broadcaster that i would expect to bid for some sort of ga rights under a new proposal so i do think putting all that into it and obviously everyone wants the all ireland series and everyone wants the what will now be the championship groups but these are like the ancient old rivalries like an ulster final if they're ulster as i heard someone say if the ulster championships is good as you guys say it is up there, then why can't you back yourself in an Ulster semi-final or final? Or if you have an Ulster final clone, it's the end of March, April, before the championship kicks off, that you're not going to get 20,000 at that? I, I think you will. Like I do think you will. It'll be less than the sellouts that you'll get if it's like the third last game before you go on to win an All-Ireland. Uh, that's just a fact. But I do think there will be enough interest. And as long as the provincial councils can see more money, then they'll be happy enough. And, and and one important point, like Pork Duffy was the reason the Super 8s came in. And he drummed that all the politics over that with a few weeks to go. And all the weaker counties were saying, well, we're not getting anything out of that. And he was saying the extra money we get from Super 8 games, I remember to, exactly what he said, we'll be going back into counties like yourself. So if there's some sort of pull by the GA over next week or two to guarantee to provincial councils that any extra money we make from this new brand new tournament, which I feel there will be a surplus as opposed to what we're earning at the moment, that will go back into provincial councils and then it'll drip into the counties and into the, the grassroots, which is what everyone wants at the end of the day. But yeah, I, I, you'd always be concerned. And given Brian's kind of like closed mindedness on, and I've listened to him on a lot of podcasts. So I think I've given him a fair kind of hearing on it. I really have. And I just feel like he's barely mentioned what the players want, to be honest with you. And to listen to Niall Morgan, to listen to 
all the players that came out along with Tom Parsons and the GPA and that 80% number, I think should be enough for regional councils to say, forget ourselves here. Like players want change. Players, we don't have a sport here without players. And they're they're kind of getting forgot about a lot, particularly at Congress. So I think finally, I think Tom Parsons' leadership has, has really shone through over the last few months. And I do think it's now no excuse for these provincial councils uh, to be upset about this. But again, it's like the turkey's spoken for Christmas. They're never going to be happy with it if they're not making as much money as they were before. So I don't know how the finances will work, but I'll go back to my point. Pork Duffy pushed the Super 8s through. So if the GA want this to come true in a week and a half, whenever it is towards the end of the month, then it will get through. So it's up to, I'll be very intrigued to see how Larry McCarthy and others in the GA and Tom Ryan and stuff um, come out with over the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. And we are doing this live. So if you could leave any comments for, for anyone who's watching, let me know your uh, thoughts and opinions on, on both proposal A and, and proposal B and and whether or not even maybe the, the current format should be kept, because I suppose that is proposal C as well, like to, to keep the current format. And obviously we were speaking at the at the top of the show, obviously, with the fact that I think almost any change is, is best at this point of view. I suppose we'll run through maybe some sort of um, some arguments against Proposal B and, and, and a few different. And there is probably one like one argument against um, the Proposal B that, in my opinion, probably does have a good bit of uh, validity to it. And we'll actually get an image on screen. So I actually took this from um, the GPA themselves. And this, for example, is how the, the structure would actually work. So you can see there, for example, you've got your five teams in division one you've got your three teams uh, in division two in division two obviously your five teams there from division one go automatically um along with the division two winners automatically into the quarterfinals but you will have a situation where the division three and division four winners will go into the uh, preliminary quarter or qualifiers against the uh, division two sides there so i suppose like the only kind of like because you're kind of looking at it there and i'm not too sure who actually put these uh groups together because claire obviously aren't the division three team but um but like I suppose like the main kind of question there is and we'll, we'll take the image off screen now is like say for example if you're like if you're a Wicklow for example in Division Three like realistically speaking winning Division Three is probably it's probably quite un unlikely with all due respect to Wicklow like their objective will probably be to stay in Division Three but let's say for example they were to get relegated well then they know that next year they actually have a great chance of progressing further into the All-Ireland series if they actually win Division 4. So, like, it's and it starts becoming a bit of a, like, I understand you can't please everyone and you're trying to include everyone, but say, for example, even then, like, in that image there, you, you're seeing the likes of, you know, the, the side that finishes sixth in Division 1, you know, mm. won't won't progress on into the All-Ireland series, but the Division 3 and Division 4 winners will. I understand you're trying to include everyone, you're trying to include the Division 3, the Division 4 winners, but it just becomes a, a situation where almost being relegated might be better for next year's all ireland do you get what i'm saying yeah can you put that graphic back up for a sec it might be easier to yeah, kind of talk no, through. But yeah, yeah. It, it is kind of a good point you raise like for example if you see the sixth place team and it, it's a good way to put it the gpa have kind of um put it to try and make it easier for people to understand like obviously you're looking at a situation where monin say compare monin versus Kildare. like monin are clearly going to be a better team for finishing sixth in division one more than likely whereas Kildare finished third in division two suddenly have a chance of being in an all-iron series and all they have to do is beat Leitrim and now they're in a quarter final. So I do accept, and it's it's the, the old saying, like, uh, I can't give you the foreign for success, but I can give you the foreign for failure. Try to please everybody. And it is a kind of, they've tried to try and make it attractive enough for the, the weaker counties because it, if there was no path to the senior all-iron final, I just can't see a way this would get through Congress. So I think this is the kind of, you know, the evil we've got to put up with here. Like, I, don't, I think if you finish sixth in Division 1 and you avoid relegation, but you don't finish in that top five, which has been your goal all year, 
I don't think you you could have that big an argument to kind of be throwing your toys out of the pram that Kildare or Clare or Leitrim are given an opportunity. But I do accept, like, for example, the fact that one Division Three team and one Division Four team, the two winners, get through to the prelim quarterfinals does mean that obviously if you're in Division Four, you have a better chance of reaching those prelim quarterfinals than Division Three. So there is a kind of like contradiction in there. But at, like at the end of the day, you'll also you want to be playing better games throughout. So I do think that will ultimately trump everything. The fact that we have this mix of league, you want to be like if you're in Division Three, you're only one good season away from Division Two. If you're in Division Four, you're miles off. You you're not even in the same league altogether. And realistically, Division Four teams and probably Division Three winners will never really beat them in the prelim quarterfinals to get to those quarterfinals. But it does give them some sort of an attraction to try and get there. But I do accept there are anomalies in it. And this is what I'm kind of talking about. If you pick holes at every single solution, there will be problems like this. And the, it is a really good example that you've given the two, the one with Monaghan and then the Division Three, Division Four. But I do think if you just see how it works out and see how teams kind of move on mm. with it, I do think there's enough there. And it's also important to note because a lot of people are saying like they're not knockout games so they won't attract a big crowd like division one every single team will be playing until the death because there's two relegation and there's top fives there's only one team that'll end up doing nothing for the year division two is top three and then the bottom two so you're only really going to get those games in division three and four which you're always going to get anyway but they'll also have a Talton cup to prepare for so i do think there's a lot of positives opposed to negatives but i do accept there are one or two kind of contradictions in the whole thing as well yeah, I suppose like there are one or two an on, uh, like anomalies as well. Like I suppose the other one would even be for Offaly, for example, who you know won Division Three last year. Obviously, well they didn't win Division Three, but they're obviously promoted alongside Derry. Like a huge achievement for them, you know, going up to Division Two is obviously going to be very tough. Like Division Two is going to be super competitive. But say for example, if they were in Division Three this year, they'd actually probably feel, you know, we could probably win that division. We could finish first, and we could actually progress further into the All Ireland series. So it is. I suppose it's one of them situations with proposal B, like it's the it's the best proposal, but I don't think it is. Like I do think there will be some counties that probably aren't too happy with it. Um, but again, that probably just comes down to their own sort of personal circumstances. So it's one of them. You can't please everyone, I suppose. Yeah, and it's a good point. Like say Offley, for example, like you, you do, like if I'm managing that team, you want to be playing the best teams to get better. Like, And um, it is an important point, like a few years, it was maybe 15 or 20 years ago before, you know, the league structures that we have now, Division 1, 2, 3, and 4, used to be 1A, 1B, 2A, 2B. And when we changed the system, it obviously it's worked brilliantly. Like There's so many good leagues, but what's ended up happening is, and not just because of the system, I think it was always going to happen, but it's widened the gap between Division 1 and Division 4 because Division 1 teams are just playing Division 1 teams. So what that means is if you want to get up to the higher levels, you've got to be playing in the higher divisions. And that's just going to be the case now if these counties want to progress. So I do think that will ultimately trump a couple of anomalies you've mentioned there where a team will be like, well, if we're in Division 3, we might have a better chance of winning Division 3 instead of fighting for our lives in Division 2. I do think ultimately you'd rather be in Division 2 because at the end of the day, you're only one division off Division 1. And if you do finish in top three, you're in those prelim quarterfinals anyway, whereas you do have to win Division 3. And if you get a good county in Division 3, it's not like a guaranteed either. But I don't want to go too far against arguing with that. I do accept a lot of the points, but I do think being in the, the best division will ultimately trump the couple of anomalies like i mentioned that are that are in there but yeah it, it will come down and again we won't really know until we see what happens how counties react and how different management teams react as well 
Yeah, and I suppose another interesting one as well is how they're going to actually fit in all the games because there actually is a, mm. a lot of games and I was even running through, like there's another uh, graphic I have here just of um, of how the actual provincial championships will, will work and this is, uh, I've taken this from the, the GPA as well. Now this isn't a, an official draw or anything like that. This is just obviously just like a, a mock draw from for some you know certain extent but you can see there for example like it's obviously in a round robin system so you can see in leinster like in group one you have the likes of your dublin in there mead offaly carlo group two obviously six teams in there and um, you've got the likes of wexford longford in there and then obviously ulster round robin as well munster and connacht so like i mean obviously they're going to be the provincial championships are going to be run on a you know like pre-season tournament so they're going to be before the start of the league and then obviously the the championship kind of followed the league-based championship if you want to call it that so like say for example you could have a situation where let's say for example even a dublin or, or a Kerry or let's even like galway for example any county there who goes on to potentially win the all ireland they could end up playing nearly you know 16 to 17 games with the fact that you have your provincial championship you'll have your provincial semi-finals you'll then have your provincial final your seven games in the league and then obviously your quarterfinal semi-final final so like it will be interesting to see how they squeeze all those games in as well because we all know at the moment they are trying to run obviously a split season for clubs and county and obviously it's very hard thing to do and, and to be fair this year they've, they've done an okay job with it but that, could that be an issue maybe that there's so many games and they won't know how to fit them all in potentially I, I think it's all right because if you look at the example you gave, so even if the graphic was up there again, so the this, the Leinster team in particular would have the five. If they're in the group of six, you've got five games plus your semi-final final, which would be seven. In between February and March, which is a, a nine-week, well, I suppose, for February being only four weeks, it is a, an eight-week eight week window. That's, there's probably like an eight- or nine-week window. You're playing every week, but you've, they're round-robin, so it gives you a chance to try out new players. And, you know, you typically in February, March, you do get like one week, a weekend of snow. I think one year we had two, which kind of messed everything up. So there might be one or two problems with that. But I don't think that would be too big an issue because it the, the, the rest of the division will kind of fit it in towards the end, given the where you have like April, May, June, July. So you four months then for the, the rest of the championship and there will be adequate break in there as well. I don't think that's a major issue because I do think that they've really kind of worked on making sure there's a spare weekend as far as I know in the, in the round robin provincials but also that there'll be enough time to play these games as well. So I don't think that's as big an issue as maybe the anomalies that are in it, to be honest with you, because I, mm. I do think they will get it through. And it'll only be a handful of teams that will have to play that extra weekend. And maybe like the league, they might start at the end of January. But I don't think the GA will learn because they've kind of been caught on the hop a couple of times with in the national, the old National League in 2019 and, and etc. With the, those couple of snow weekends, that kind of messed everything up. But um, I think that aside, I don't, I think it'll be okay. I don't think it'll be, like there will be teams playing a lot week in week out, but we've always had that with qualifier systems. And if you want to win an All Ireland, that's the way you got to do it. But again, this provincial round robin, it does give you a chance to do that, try out new players, which teams do in the league anyway. I think there'll be a lot of that in the provincial championships. But people will be dying to watch that as well, you know. So, but I don't yeah. think the, the number of games will be an issue because I think they've done the numbers on it enough to because they they knew the split season was in before they did this proposal. So, or at least they they know if the new proposal they've done now is on the basis of that split season. So. Yeah, I suppose that will be an interesting one. All right, is definitely, um, I suppose, seeing what kind of what kind of way they structure it and, and whether they start in February or March and then run it all the way up to September. I suppose, and I, I guess like one kind of, I suppose, to argue that point as well, 
I suppose we've been saying for how long that a lot of these counties don't get enough games, you know, the likes of your Leitrims, your Fermanas, the, the so-called lesser counties don't get a, enough games. So I suppose now we have a situation where all these counties are going to get, you know, a huge amount of games. Every county is going to get an equal amount of games. And the only sides that will get more games are the teams that are winning. So it does seem like the, the most fair fair proposal, I suppose, in, in that mm. sense. Matthew Hurley says here, uh, if Monaghan finished sixth and also win Ulster, they won't get into the quarters. Does not make a, a mockery of the system. And I suppose we were kind of saying that earlier uh, quite a little bit. And I suppose, obviously, the provincial championships have been run at the start of the year, like we said before. Do you think there should have been a, a meet, more kind of value to the, the old, to the provincial championships in some ways? Because, like, even for the winners, like, like let's say, for example, obviously, this is hugely unlikely. But let's say Antrim go and, and win the Ulster mm-hmm. Championship this year. I mean, that would be a huge achievement, obviously, for county like Antrim um to go and, and do that like it would be probably the biggest provincial shock of all time they're in division three it's probably with all due respect unlikely that they go and win division three now if they won the Ulster championship they probably would win division three but let's just say for example they don't win division three you've then got a situation where Antrim have this huge achievement this huge Ulster championship win but there's no like you know they, they don't necessarily get a huge reward for it I don't think in my opinion Mm, well, even another Ulster County Cavan, aren't they in Division Four this year? So yeah, uh, yeah. they're probably the perfect example. Like they're they're the classic team that would, uh, although they always do it, they always finish the season better than they started. But if they, for example, did win the Ulster and then did somehow finish second in Division Four, they wouldn't get to. They're the couple of points that maybe just see how it goes, and if if it is something that happens, then maybe look at addressing it. But I think what what the danger is happening a lot, and I see it a lot in the, the media when people start to look. If you really dig into this. There are one or two contradictions. Like I accept what Matthew heard he's saying about Monin. I accept what you're saying about Cavan or Antrim winning an Ulster or any other county winning a provincial and then not qualifying for the quarterfinals. But ultimately, the provincials are a separate competition now, and that's just the way it is. Mm. But there sh- it should never be ruled out that we won't have a look at this in the next two or three years. But the danger is if we really kind of get stuck on these couple of points, which in my opinion are easy fixes if they need to be fixed at all, because otherwise you're going to end up in a situation where this won't get voted because we need to do up the proposal again. We do up the proposal again and we say we put those couple of things in and the, the appetite's not there anymore or something changes and sure, next thing it's five years down the line because we've been waiting for years, 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 years for to get to a point where we now have this proposal in front of Congress and these issues aren't too big enough for us to kind of say, well, there are a few problems here. What what, what if what, what, what if this happens? What if this happens? Let's see how it goes over a couple of year periods and similar to what they did with Cavan and Tipperary last year. If, if you do win a provincial, you get into the top, whatever that was, I can't actually remember the exact point, but they did kind of come up with something where the Cavan and Tipperary real like call it because if that does happen and you don't qualify for quarterfinals, maybe it does make a mockery. But at the end of the day, the GA have decided, or sorry, the, who, the pros of B have decided that the, unfortunately the provincials aren't part of the All-Iron series anymore. Therefore, why should we connect it is probably the ultimate argument there. So I think that's what they've ended up going for. But um, yeah, like that, if Monin do finish six and win Ulster, it'd be an absolute disaster for Puzzle B supporters. But I think there's a way of working that where that won't happen again if it does, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose Jack Nolte makes a good point here as well. He's saying if, if May, like normally Mayo, Kerry, Dublin, who come through their provincial championships, will probably finish in the top six in the, in the league anyway. So then you had a situation where how do you kind of caveat that with, with some of the other counties maybe you go further down the divisions or, or something like that maybe but yeah and I was even seeing what Tom Parsons said before and he did actually say like he can make or, or they can make some tweaks to the system maybe next year or year after so I mm-hmm. suppose maybe for this year do you know have the provincial championships at the start of the year do that and in, in the way that they're going to do it fair enough 
you know, the, the, I'm sure a lot of proposal be uh, people who voted anyway will be hoping there isn't a huge anomaly or a huge shock where you get a, an Antrim or a Cavan or a Sligo in Connacht or just something crazy like that. But um, I suppose the Taltian Cup, I wanted to speak a bit about that because yeah. obviously that's a, a new competition that will be coming in as well, I suppose, a, a Tier 2 competition. And, and how that will actually work is, so we obviously discussed the, the teams that would progress on into the All-Ireland Series. So basically the remainder of the sides in Division 3 and Division 4 and Division 2 as well would all progress into a 16-team tournament. Um, I suppose like the Tolchian Cup, like first of all, the name, I think in my opinion, is something is kind of somewhat of an issue. Like in my opinion, I feel like they, the name should be, you know, maybe, the, I, don't, I don't know, maybe they could call it like the, the Mikko Dwarah Cup or, or something like that or, or just have, have a name sure. that has some yeah. sort of like prestigious link to it. I think when you're calling the Tolchian Cup, it's kind of just like, you know, yeah, go, go down here. And I don't understand why, like maybe everyone's just calling us Halty and Cup because that's what they came up with originally. And maybe they're going to announce a new name or, or something like that. But like in Hurland, for example, you've got the Joe McDonough, you've got the Christy Ring, you know, you've got the Laurie Marr. Like surely for, for football, they're, they're going to, and I know the name isn't the biggest issue, but I do feel like the advertisement of the, the Tier 2 proposal, I think is somewhat of an issue. Yeah, I, I think like a Paddy O'Shea. I think that's the example Joe Brody always uses in his pieces mm. to call it the Paddy O'Shea Cup. And yeah, I, that's something I haven't even registered with me. It, it could be something to do with what you said that where we've called it the Talton Cup, but like, and even the fact the the Talton Cup they were going to bring in was a bit of a disaster anyway. So I think it's kind of almost associated with that a small bit more. I do like it a lot better in this format the way the, the sixteen teams that don't qualify are now in into a situation where. They can play fight for something that has a bit of meaning. And as I said, if the GA do put a bit of, you know, team holidays, you know, have the, maybe a set of all-stars for it. The fact that it is 16 teams as well, I do like. It's not just like the eight Division Four teams kind of forgotten about. There will be some good counties in there. But yeah, you, you would be nervous about how it would go and how it... Uh, how, if it will be picked up by certain players, you know, if you do, if you re, if you have a goal of winning an All-Ireland and are getting to an Iron Series, it doesn't happen. Can you pick yourself up for a Talton Cup? It's hard to say, but again, the, the prize is big enough where you're in the Sam Maguire the following year where there is a small bit of incentive there, I guess. But yeah, I would be nervous about it. Name aside on how players will pick it up, absolutely. I do think that will take a lot longer than the All-Iron Series, but yeah, I would be a tad nervous all right in the Tottenham Cup. Um, the name that doesn't really help it either, to be fair. so And that's a good point, just a mixture of Mr. Bugsy's point. You know, going back to what I was saying, just on the separate point, not to go too long on this, but you know, I won't have sympathy. I won't have to, you know, I won't be throwing my toys out of the pram on behalf of Monaghan if they win Ulster and then decide to lose five of their seven league games to just about stay up and finish sixth. Yeah. And then they want to be in the All-Iron quarterfinal series. So it's a good point. So. Yeah, yeah, fair. And a break from the norm says here, they'll always be strong and, and they'll always be weak. We may get over it, I suppose. Well, I suppose just to caveat that, like we are just running through the proposals and the discussions and, and everything else and kind of just running through all the arguments for and against. Like, I think we're both of the opinion, certainly, that Proposal B definitely should be brought in next year and there definitely does need to be some sort of change. And I suppose even getting on that as well, like are we kind of, even with this whole like restructuring the championship and doing this and doing that, I do feel like, because even a break from the norm there who says they'll always be strong and they'll always be weak, and it's actually kind of a good point. It kind of leads me into what I was going to say next. Are we kind of getting away from the bigger issue, which is the fact that you know, like a lot of these lesser counties don't have the resources to compete, don't have the resources to, you know, you know, is it, is that more of a discussion, in my opinion? Because even the Division 4 and Division 3 winners, like we could be left with a situation in three to four years where are they going to actually progress past that qualifier round? Are they going to get into the quarterfinals? And then if they get into the quarterfinals, 
and play one of the Division One teams, you know, maybe fair enough. They might have a lot of games and they can build and they can try different things out. But are we kind of, is this whole restructuring thing, like, is this the biggest issue or are there other issues here that we're not discussing? No, there's definitely other issues. And, like, in fairness, it is a good point. Like, no matter what structure you come up with, you'll have Dublin, Kerry, Mayo, Tyrone, the usual counties, Division One counties up there. But I do think changing the format does reinvigorate a small bit and every kind of counties on an equal footing. And if that means that I really see you won't see that maybe weaker counties progressing as much, but like Leitrim, for example, you look at Leitrim, right? And they're an easy example, particularly Danny Moran's just gone in there, but like his first championship game under the old structure is a, is a game against Mayo, right? And then, or whenever, sorry, if he doesn't draw Sligo, he's got, he's out of the kind of championship. And then he's in a qualifier. Like the qualifier, you've seen the attendance qualifiers. They're just, it hasn't worked, not worked in, the, especially those early rounds. So Leitrim are left with no championship then for the year. But if Andy Moran comes in and he's like, right, you've got seven games in Division 4 here. But if we win Division 4, we've actually got a crack at getting into an All-Iron quarterfinal, which is absolutely amazing. And you're playing against teams at your level. Or sorry, Leitrim at Division, sorry, Leitrim Division 3 this year, aren't they? Sorry. Uh, Division 4, Division 4. Oh, Division 4, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm confused. There's, anyway, the point is that... A lot of teams got, to remember, I suppose. Yeah, I know. There's, and people, the teams care. Even like having being in Division 4 is something I keep having to remind myself of. Uh, which I think is absolutely hilarious, to be honest with you, particularly given John McMahon's uh, allegiance. But yeah, <laughs> it, it just kind of reinvigorates it. You've got a small chance of an All-Iron series, but if you fall just short, you've had a crack at it playing championship games where league obviously would have been the main driving force. So I do think for Leitrim and other counties like that, which is the focus on, you know, that, that Leitrim will never win an All-Ireland, uh, not in our li- lifetime, but they would, they have a chance now to, on a, they're just on a more level playing field with other Division Four counties in the country, if you know what I mean, that they're not playing, they're not losing to Mayo, to Galway and Roscommon every single year for pretty much uh, since they won their their kind of title or whatever. So it it, it, just, it it gives counties a level playing field, but I do accept it'll, it'll be the same all our winners. But if you're a weaker county now or you're a county in the middle, you're kind of looking at if you can get your act together and get some sort of a plan together, then maybe in a few years' time you can get into a quarterfinal. But it does give you that pathway where, like, another small example, quick example, Leinster Counties, Leash, Westmead. What is the point? Like, you're not going to win the provincial championships under the old structure where this here, you're playing against teams at your level. You've got a chance against getting to a quarterfinal. You're in Division 2. or If you're in Division 2, you've got to finish in top three. And if you do there, you might avoid Dublin until an All-Iron semi-final or an All-Iron final. So particularly when mm. Dublin were the only dominating force. You know, I don't think Leinster counties particularly feared the other Division One counties as much, but I do accept that ultimately it'll be the be- the same counties again. Yeah, and I suppose a break from the norm was saying there as well, like the, the Tommy Murphy Cup that was obviously, that was in, I suppose, a, a good while ago, like years ago, and that was obviously brought in as a, as a B competition. And if you even remember, you had the likes of the Kilkenny footballers in, in there as well, <laughs> like and it was uh, an interesting competition, no doubt about it. And I actually spoke with, with Daniel St. Ledger Carlo footballer not too long ago he actually played in a couple of games in that competition and I think maybe that's the the worry as well because the top like, like what a break from the norm was saying there like no one bought into it and I think maybe the main reason why no one bought into it was because the games weren't being shown on, on television there was no there was no one speaking about the games there was no preview of the games and you know fair enough there's a lot of podcasts like obviously this podcast and your own podcast all the rest like we can do our part to promote those games and to preview, preview them in, in a way that we can but is that maybe a worry as well, like with this Halty and Cup in particular, like that those games will kind of get 
left in the dark and, and people won't be able to see them or speak about them because like in Hurling, for example, when you look at the John McDonough Cup, like there looks like there's some cracking games going on there. But yeah. for whatever reason, the Sunday game don't even show the highlights or whatever. And I understand, you know, you've only got a limited time. You've got an hour in there. You're trying to show football, Hurling, Camogie, all the rest. Like, and I don't know, maybe they need to have, maybe they need to just show more and maybe have a football show, a Hurling show, a Camogie, a ladies football show or something like that to, to that effect. But um, could that be an issue, maybe, the sort of promotion of the Townsend mm. Cup, maybe? Yeah, well, even, like, it's not too dissimilar to the, well, like, like the contract for Sunday game is they can show one highlight show. I always feel to kind of solve that problem is have a Saturday game highlight show, and not just for the beat mm. when, you know, they get double Mayo games on a Saturday or whatever, but, like, a lot of the Joe McDonough matches that you mentioned happen to be on Saturday as well. So you'd, suddenly you'd split that up and maybe, you know, give that to Virgin Media, give that to TG Cahar. You know, there's a lot of ways you can deal with the rights. I don't think they sell the rights. This is a whole different podcast, but the, the way they sell rights and Willie Parkinson some good work on this in the GA is absolutely so amateur. It's, it's ridiculous. And getting absolutely no money from Sky yet where all our games are on Sky. So we're getting a terrible deal there, but we can get into that another day. I wouldn't be as fearful because we have the mistake with the Tommy Murphy Cup. It's there in black and white for everyone to see why that didn't work. You, you add GA Go into the mix now and for supporters mm. of those counties, straight away you've got some sort of streaming service. The great thing that's come from COVID is, I know GA Go was in existence before, but not in Ireland, whereas now you can kind of access those games for a fee. And people are happy to pay that fee if it's a good broadcast, if it's streamed well, good commentators, and they can watch their team, or indeed they can go to the match. So I do think it's important the GA Go come on board. But yeah, put something in the contract where the semifinals are a doubleheader in Co Park and they're on TG Car or the final is a curtain raiser to the all iron final. I do think that would be massively important. And if you want to have the minor final on as a triple header or you try and put the minor final somewhere else in the calendar, I do think this trumps a minor final. Again, we're going away from traditions here a lot, but I think in the long run it'll work out. So I think mm. if you have the Totten Cup, like you look at the, the women's GA and what they have in the Camogie as well, the junior, intermediate, and senior. And you've only got to look at this year and what Mead ladies have done. But like if you've won the First of all, if you're me, intermediate lady, and you've lost, or women player, and you've lost the all Iron intermediate final in 2018, 2019, and then you're sitting there watching the senior final, you know, that's almost motivating you going, right, we've just got to win with this intermediate. And then you win it in 2020, and then you watch the senior final in Crow Park on the same day. It's right in front of you. And that definitely has played a small part in me being able to realise that weren't the standard of football they're seeing, in their opinion, isn't a million miles from what they're playing. And then they go ahead and win the All-Ireland this year. Maybe a lot, like Leicester win the league, a lot of things happen there or whatever. But the fact is they did it because, you know, if you if you can see it, you believe it. And it was in front of them. So why can't we have the Tottenham Cup final before an All-Ireland final? And you see the standard of going, Jesus, and they're not a million miles away from what's on offer. So I do think mm. that's very important on promotion of the game, yeah. Yeah, like, and I think a perfect example as well is even in, in Hurland last year when you had the John McDonough Cup final on before the, uh, you know, the All Ireland final. And fair enough, obviously, you had the Don Lowe accuse that comments and he was criticizing, I suppose, the way the game was. And it wasn't the best game, to be fair, between Kerry and Antrim. There's definitely been a lot better games between those two counties down the years. But that was the the perfect sort of scenario there where you have, you know, the, the John McDonough on before the All Ireland final. I thought they should have done that this year, in all honesty. I'm not too sure why they didn't. And, you know, if they were to do something like that, maybe not on the on, on the same day, but maybe on the same weekend or, or something like that. You yeah. have the Talchian Cup final maybe on the Saturday, the All-Ireland final on the Sunday. And I think it would be brilliant then for promotion because when everyone's speaking about the All-Ireland final and previewing the All-Ireland final, they'll also then go and preview the, the Talchian Cup final as well. Like, you know, like that game will be there and people will discuss it. So I think that's definitely something worth uh, discussing as well. I suppose Mr. Bugsy even said here, he says there, 
players will definitely commit to a season at, at the highest level when there's more games and offer and i suppose that is kind of the the big point we were speaking about with proposal b like it's more games especially for some of the lesser counties down the years like what we were saying before and i don't mean to always pick out specific counties but you know your division three or division four counties would normally only have in the championship maybe one or two games maybe three or four maybe you might do what wicklow did on their on mick O'Dor and go on a wonderful run or or maybe what mm. Fermanagh done back in, in 2004 when they went to an all quarter quarterfinal. But at least in this way, like you're guaranteed games. And I suppose it's perfect for the players because we've seen a lot of players with some of the some of those counties. Like even in Leitrim, you've had the likes of Emlyn Mulligan, Ryan O'Rourke can't seem to get a look in there. Like maybe this will entice some of those great athletes and, and great players to actually play the sport. And then I suppose what will happen then is the competitiveness will increase. Yeah, like in my opinion, I'm out with Jamie Clark away from... Uh... An all Ireland semi final, at least this year. Well, at least that's what I tell myself as I rip up my bet slip of our man winning all Ireland uh, every year. But it, it is an important point. Like, in the fact players are leaving, and I know Paul Mannion might have been leaving for different reasons uh, with the Dublin management team, but there, there's a lot of players not playing the game. But if they have, like, if you've suddenly got a six month window here where you've so many more games that I just think it ultimately trumps everything. And like Niall Morgan's comments, this is Niall Morgan who won an all Ireland with Tyrone under the old system. Uh, last year or this year sorry and he's already advocating that this this is a what us players want um i, I don't know who was interviewed was it um connor myler or it might have been um uh one of the Toronto players anyway was saying that three times a week they're training and that's it you know what i mean that mm. we don't want to devote in our life to to ga and the fact there's more games now means less training more matches and you ask any player across the country from under eights club all the way to dublin senior footballers or Toronto senior footballers they want more games. They want more games that mean something and less training. So um, I just think it trumps everything. It'd be brilliant. And one thing just on the, the the comparison to the ladies game, like they they were established in 1974. So essentially they came up with their, you know, junior, intermediate, uh, senior, not too long after that. The, the point is that now we're in the 2021 here. What's the best format for, for men's football to progress? And I do think this isn't the mini miles away from what would be seen as a as a perfect solution so i think it's worth going for more games for players and if all iron winners are saying that to you as well as 80 percent of the gpa then it's just a no-brainer absolutely to just give it a go and see what happens because it will get us all excited like i mentioned top of the show like the the excitement what are we previewing now we're previewing the ulster what's happening here around robin what's going on like jesus <laughs> yes it's our semi-final in ulster but there's no semi-final monster what's going on there less counties you know it'll be fun it really will honestly go for proposal b thomas k will feel spot on thomas there we go. Yeah, no, I, I think we're all we're all of the opinion anyway that proposal B is definitely the the best proposal. Like, and I suppose as well, like we're also championship, like because that is, that is the oh, I keep saying also I meant to say provincial championships. Like, mm. could that be something as well? Like further down the line, where maybe they even have a situation where they end because I think there's a worry there as well that the provincial championships will lose value. No one will speak about them. Blah blah blah. And then there'll come a point where they go right. We're going to have to draw a line in the sand here, and we're probably going to have to get rid of the provincial championships like maybe attendances fall like maybe there's just not enough interest like that. i feel like that's kind of the one of the big worries there with the with proposal b well like they were compared to the mcgrath cup or they compared to the Auburn mm. cup they were still like i think like when the ulster counties were going very well there was a terrific attendances in the in the pre-season competition up there like in january you mm. know like talks of like ten thousand. they're a bit mad up in ulster like for watching football which is brilliant like so you get ten thousand up there like, so i i don't see it being like they're 100 it'll be somewhere in the middle there won't be it's not ulster in july ulster final with a with an all-iron quarterfinal to come 
but it's still no football for six months. It's club football from August the 1st all the way to January 20, the following year. So you get to a situation where January is for pre-season. So you're not February, so that's seven months. And you're not. are we not going to go to Dublin's, one of Dublin's round robin qualifiers? Am I not planning my March, my Paddy's weekend on hoping Dublin get an away fixture so we can all go and have a few points and watch the dubs? Like, do you know what I mean? It's that mm. sort of thinking. And that's just talking on Dublin hat, but across the country, Again, and it's only like your local, your local provincial championships, but it's played in February, March, having watched no football for six, seven months or just club football. You're dying to see how your inter-county team's going. So I don't buy this doom and gloom that it's, you know, is it devalued? Well, clearly it is a small bit because it's not linked to the All-Iron series, but will that ultimately matter as much as everyone's saying is? I don't think so. And the reason is because there'll still be interest in this game. It's not like it's, it's, it's in the depths of winter in January. And people don't even know. Like the Auburn Cup was starting at the start of December or mid December, uh, the last time it was in before COVID. Like that's how bad things were getting. And COVID's kind of helped us all have a pause and realize what a lot of you were saying 10 years ago that a split season should happen. And COVID's made us realize and got us this far where now we've got a proposal B where we could play off in six months. But there's actually only five months of action here, uh, six months of action, sorry, at the end of July. But the February and March is going to be. People that want to, like the National League, people that went to National League games in February, March of 2019 will be back to watch the February, March provincial round robin games. I'm convinced of it. And there will obviously not be, you know, 82,000 Crow Park watching Dublin play Mead in a Leinster final, but you might get, you know, what you get in a in a Allianz League game in February, maybe 20,000. But what were you getting in provincial finals anyway before that? 40, 30, 40, 50,000 anyway. So, Let's let's all take a step back here. I don't think it's all doom and gloom. And I think the provincials, if they again, if the Ulster counties think they have this amazing product up there, it should survive with Ulster semi-finals and finals and a round robin competition because the rivalry there is amazing and it will. I promise them that. Like I heard Brian McAvoy comparing it to the Ulster hurling championship, and when they it lost its link to the All Ireland series, it was devalued. Like that's honestly no. the biggest level of nonsense I've ever heard yeah. because you just comparing apples with oranges, simple as. But the Ulster football championship is amazing. It'll be well supported. They'll be you'll be surprised at some of the attendances, particularly some of those stadiums in Ulster are amazing. They're like the perfect size 10, 12, 14,000. Like the athletic grounds and our mass spring to mind, they'll be jammers. Uh, if they get a home Ulster semi final, definitely mm. in, in, in Paddy's weekend in March, 100%. 100%. Well, I suppose you've definitely, I suppose, argued a lot of the points for uh, proposal. Maybe, like yeah, maybe we should put yourself for... in front of the, yeah. the central task force or something like that. Scrap the GPA. We'll just. We'll send yeah. you, go down, you can give all the, the arguments and then we can just get it over and done with and then we're ready to go. Well, that's the big thing. I'm not 100% convinced it'll get through. Like, I don't know where to start trying to figure out some of the votes. I did briefly have a look mm. a couple of days ago. And just Because it's, it's 60%, isn't it? 60%. Yeah, yeah but just to see and then where it's not, if it's, Yeah, and if it's not 60%, then it, we, we stick with what we have, isn't it? And that, like, that's the big worry is like, it's almost yeah. like, you know, surely they just need to, they need to jump on it, like. And what I was saying to you off air is because it's now a new calendar, we've got to get it in this time frame. The Super 8 is no longer fit in the old system where we have a National League games and preseason competitions and then Super 8. So now the Super 8s are gone this next year if it doesn't get through and we'll just have straight quarterfinals, which is a better system than the Super 8s because we just showed you what a big load of nonsense we were sold with the Super 8s. And yeah, it kind of would make you a small bit angry that there was so much uh, promise with that and there was so much, um, what's the word, it was so, po- so much politics to get that through. Yet, we're still left in the mess now where we don't even have Super 8s anymore, no matter what happens. So we wasted about three or four years of that. But we're here now. And I think this proposal, not that it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, 
but we could be another couple of years back at the table here if this doesn't get through and what i mentioned is it's a lot easier to get as far as i know the reason it's a lot easier to get and i can be corrected on this into get through in special congress as opposed to congress is that there's only half the delegates there so straight mm. away you're right you know there's less people to convince essentially is is the thing in there yeah well i suppose we could go on and on for hours and hours and, and discuss mm. every i suppose element of the, of the championship but um no look listen i appreciate your time daniel I appreciate you coming on i suppose your own podcast tackling sport where can uh, where can people find you and uh, and find that podcast yeah at tackling sport all social media and you can get it on uh, our youtube channel or uh, all your podcast platforms there we cover a lot of sports to be like well we at the moment on monday will be talking about the ireland azerbaijan win which is rare because since we started on tackling sports we've been all doom and gloom with stephen kenny so uh, we're big stephen kenny fans well not big stephen kenny fans but we're trying to we see what he's trying to do so it's nice to talk after winning 3-0 as opposed to defending the indefensible of a 1-0 luxembourg at home defeat but yeah at tackling sport is where you can get us all social media Perfect, Daniel. I appreciate your time anyways. And um, yeah, cheers very much for, for coming on. Cheers to anyone who, who watched the uh, the podcast. Anyway, there will be an audio version released to the Spotify at some time tomorrow. And um, yeah, so stay tuned for, for that. And leave a like, subscribe if you, if you haven't already. And thanks very much for tuning in.